to long and long time ago uh, movie and um, TV show ranking for Star Wars this is part two of it um, if you haven't watched part one go and watch that if not you get you get in the top ten so uh, yeah yeah I, and then part two is going to be a lot longer than part one. Oh, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know, Adam. Because <laughs> there's a lot of prequels in there that you have to try and sort of talk me around. Well, I don't need to talk you around. I just need to explain to you why you're wrong. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <that's> ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go straight in. My number 10, Bad Batch. Okay. Uh, it's a good series. Um, had some good moments. I don't, you know, again, another one that I've only watched through once, but I'm sure I will watch it again at some point. The characters are quite enjoyable. We meet them first time in Clone Wars. So, yeah. you know, we know them pretty much straight away, don't we? So, yeah, yeah it, it was an enjoyable series. It's it is. Straight off of uh, Order 66 as well, right? Yeah. Can't um, get enough Order 66 as far as I'm concerned. No, no. So, yeah, it's it's... It was just good. Yeah. Your number 10? I better do Star my bits quick if you're going to do your long talk about no, how, no, no, you no, th- no. how you think no. the prequels are, are good. I won't, I won't be spending too long, but um, <laughs> Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, number 10. Okay. Once again, why do people not like this movie? It's so good. <sighs> okay. Star Wars. Give me your reasons then. Okay. First of all, right. Is it a perfect film? Absolutely not. But Star Wars was born from 1930s Saturday morning matinees like Flash Gordon. That's where George Lucas got the idea um, for, for Star Wars in general. Now, I can't think of another Star Wars film that is more like a Saturday morning matinee than Attack of the Clones. I think it's... It's, a, it's an absolutely brilliant film, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, does it have bad dialogue? Yes. Mm-hmm. Does it have some? Does it have some ropey acting? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But does it have an amazing story? Yes, it does. Yeah, um, does it? It does. It does. Now I went to cinema to this six times now, and I lived in Watford at the time, and the closest cinema to me was um, I think six miles away, and. I was a I was I was a I was a very very lowly um, shop worker at the time, and I couldn't afford to get a taxi every time to go to the cinema because yeah. I didn't have a car at the time. And I walked the six miles to go to the cinema <laughs> to watch this film. Um, so uh-huh. that's dedication. And I, is, I didn't, yeah. and if I didn't like it, I wouldn't have walked six miles. Now, there's many reasons six, why I six miles six times. No, 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 only one. I did it once. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 the rest of the time I got taxis. But, um, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Now, um, things I love about it. Um, the Geonosian Arena Jedi battle. Um, mm-hmm. I think I, I mentioned would, that in part. Yeah, you did, you one. did. And now I would find it very hard-pressed to, to pick another scene in all of Star Wars where you see 
that's as good as when you see 40 or 50 Jedi all running with their lightsabers towards laser blaster, blaster bolts and them deflecting them. And then you see in this absolutely amazing battle where they're just, you know, um, absolutely getting pummeled by droids. I, I mean, the whole scene is just brilliant. Um, it leads to the start of the Clone Wars, um, you know, which is something that we've heard about from Obi-Wan Kenobi in episode four. I was once a Jedi Knight like your father. I fought in the Clone Wars. You know, it was it was it was really, really great. And, you know, um, to actually I read in the 90s that it was it was loads and loads of um, Boba Fett's that would be the clones. But as it turns out, that was actually qu- quite true. It was mm. Boba Fett in a way, but obviously it was Boba Fett's uh, Django Fett's clone. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I thought that was that was really cleverly done. Um, Django Fett. Um, um the whole idea of um uh, him him being the template of the clones how um i love the the um detective story that obi-wan goes on um to try and find out uh, who's trying to um assassinate padme and um and, and he finds out about Cypher, Master Cypher Diaz ordering a clone army and the Jedi didn't know anything about it which is why the Jedi then realized that they've lost their ability to see through the force which is something that's happened because the dark lord of the sith um is his presence is you know is is literally taking over the galaxy it's something the jedi didn't know until this point um seeing um the the small scenes where you see palpatine manipulating anakin telling him he will be the greatest of all jedi um even more powerful than master yoda i mean mm-hmm. you know those moments were absolutely brilliant um uh the uh, Christopher Lee as Count Dooku, um, possibly the greatest Sith, um, it, it, they or sorry, the greatest actor they could have picked to be a Sith Lord, uh, yeah. absolutely brilliant. And how he was ease just you know fights with his curved lightsaber and takes out Obi Wan and Anakin with absolute um, um, ease. Um, the Yoda fight, absolutely brilliant. Um, the speeder chase through Coruscant, um, my favorite planet in Star Wars is Coruscant, Coruscant and um the things you you know the, the amount of time you spend in Coruscant and the, the things that you see in Coruscant I, I think the special effects are absolutely amazing um the relationship between Obi-Wan and Anakin you know while, while it won't be explored more until the Clone Wars comes along you could see you know there was a closeness there but there was also a resentment there um I, I, I just I just I just feel it's a middle chapter that does the perfect thing between episode one and three to get you from one to three. Um, Cause you know, what's going to happen um, in three, but you needed that middle chapter to get you there. It's much like um, the two towers in the Lord of the Rings movies, you know, uh, it's, it's the hardest, it's the hardest. I know that down for another podcast. Oh, oh no. You haven't no, seen the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I can't, I can't get on with it. I can't get on with it. Okay, that's Adam, you are now fired that's, from that's a long, long time a ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. I, this is news to me. I have never heard this before. That's, a, okay. that's offended a lot of people. It's just offended me. Yeah. Um, now, okay, we'll, we'll have to park that. I, I don't know if I can get over the shock of that, but we'll park <laughs> that. Um you know, <laughs> Anakin and another Anakin's um, finding out that the uh, the Tuscan Raiders have kidnapped his mother and she and she dies and his yeah. his killing them all. Um, 
even the women and the children you know um that that scene was absolutely brilliant um i thought you know he shows a real darkness in that episode, in that moment where he's killing the, the tuscans um the look on his face when his mother dies i mean whew, you yeah. know um yeah i mean not too dissimilar to what we saw in the obi-wan series absolutely times. and so. same same sort of time period as well so mm. i yeah I, I i i love the prequels um people people um will say they're not very good films and and i can understand why they'd say that but for someone who who like me who takes more than just the storyline of the film out of the star wars films i take the the mysticism the lore the i can't really i can't really explain it but the the things are going on in the backgrounds you know uh, uh, underneath the surface of the main story that's the stuff that i really love and and the prequels have that more than any of the other star wars yeah. films um yeah. and, and and don't get me wrong i understand why people don't like attack of the clones i genuinely do but um i'm not one of them and i think number 10 is the perfect spot for it on my list fair enough yeah i was gonna say if that's that's how long you're taking to talk up number 10 <laughs> this is going to be a long, well, long mate, the ride. Top five, the top five are. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to change it before we get to them. <laughs> number number nine, um, Force Awakens for me. Uh, Force Awakens, yeah, good film, pretty good. Um, introduced new characters. Did I like the new characters? Not, not really. <laughs> no, not, not so much. I, you could see what they were trying with it. So like, you know, your Poe Dameron's, your Han Solo, and then you've got, um, well, they, they kind of threw a bit of a curveball with Finn and, uh, and Ray, I suppose. So Ray was the Luke Skywalker of it and Finn was not so much. Finn was just some coward who overcame his his fears by the end of the film only to find them again in the the sequels to that yeah but, but that's, that's it's not about that it's not about that yeah. the force awakens yeah it, it was a good film i i, I quite enjoyed it so, yeah. yeah no I, I think um i think they had potential poe finn uh, and even ray to a certain extent i mean i, I think ray was actually and Kylo Ren and Ray were probably the two standouts, which mm. probably should be because they're the two main characters. But yeah, I, I thought they didn't progress on. them. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think um, they put everything out there. You know, they gave everything potential. Mm. Let's yeah. just say the 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 sequels to that could have been improved upon, and it, it would have. Like, I think you said it in the last episode that the um, the the sequels let down this episode yeah, yeah. eight and nine episode, eight and nine let down seven yeah so the problem yeah uh, yeah i mean you know sorry to retread it but the problem with episode seven is you can stick it stick it on disney plus now and you get to the end and you're like, oh god i can't wait for the next one and then you mm. remember the next one and you think oh that yeah. was pointless me watching that yeah <laughs> yeah um so yeah, it's a bit of a waste really i liked uh, i liked the scene where where didn't like the scene where Han dies because we didn't really want him to die, but yeah. the 
the episode that it sends Chewie into, you know, he goes absolutely yeah. mental. That was that was fun. <laughs> yeah. And just going, right, let's have it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's a lot of good stuff in the force. Yeah. Movie, a lot of good stuff. Um, yeah. So that's yeah, that's my number. Oh. Okay. Uh my number nine is, and again, this may change um because it's very new, um, but Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay. Um I mean, we don't need to spend too long on this one because we've literally just done six episodes talking mm, about it. Exactly. Six yeah. hours. Uh, and we're going to do a retrospective fairly soon. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I, I overall loved it. Um, anything with Vader and Obi-Wan in was top tier. Mm-hmm. Uh, really enjoyed it. Not so keen on the side characters particularly. Yeah. But the other storylines weren't. Yeah. Didn't do anything to ruin it for anything me. Much. Um, again, lovely callbacks to the prequels. Team prequel over here loves that. Um, yeah, um, I mean, I'm not going to say too much more about that because, um, as I say, we're going to talk about it again later on yeah. in the future. Okay, good. Number eight for me, Revenge of the Sith. Why are you shaking your head? should be a lot higher than that. <laughs> it should be a lot higher than that. It's Revenge of the Sith. Now, this one I have watched recently. I, I said to you um, before, and I think I said it on the podcast, that I would watch it in preparation for Obi-Wan. Hmm. Um, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Of, of the prequels for me, yeah, it is good. It comes straight in, killing Dooku, which I'd forgotten about at that point, actually. You know, and that was like, oh yeah, that was that's quite cool. Yeah. You know, killing him straight off the bat, and obviously um, Anakin progressively getting darker and darker throughout the film. Yeah. yeah, it was it was it was good. I just find that there's some questionable scenes <laughs> and some questionable makeup in places. <laughs> Please enlighten me to these questionable scenes and makeup moments. Well, the questionable makeup was the the Emperor becoming Palpatine. Sidious. Sidious. (laughs) I looked at that and I thought, oh, I'm sure they could have done better back in those days. It's not that old. (laughs) I feel like his his actual trilogy makeup was, was better. <laughs> Again, I'm going to jump in there um, and say, but he'd literally just been freshly burnt. So it, once he was slightly but... better. Uh, yeah, I get that. Not, but... <laughs> I mean, you're probably not going to remember. Did you not think as soon as he put the hood up and sat down and spoke to Anakin, um, instantly with that hood up, he became the emperor that we mm. remember from the original mm. trilogy? It yeah. was just because he wasn't wearing the hood, I think. Oh, right. kind of, um, in my opinion. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay, yeah. Um, the battle between Anakin and Obi Wan was great. Oh, sorry, that wasn't. That's not my question. I was say that, that was the no, that, that was that was <laughs> yeah. that wasn't too bad. Um, questionable scenes. Let me think. Uh, um, clone troopers. Uh, uh, very well trained, as we've seen. We know they're really good. Trained, well-trained militia. Militia. Yeah. How do you pronounce that word? Um, as soon as Order 66 hits, all of a sudden they can't shoot straight. What's with that? Yeah, but 
I, yeah, Je- but I know, you're gonna, I know what you're trying they're, they're to Jedi. do. They're Jedi. They're not, oh, they're not right. shooting at droids, are they? <laughs> <laughs> so that's, yeah, that was um, a questionable scene. And also the... <laughs> The, the disgust, the disgust that's on this side of the microphone is just, just James L. Jones. No. Okay, admittedly, that yeah. Well, anyway, well, when I get to moving on, Sith, yeah. when <laughs> moving I get to Revenge Sith, we'll, we'll debunk all of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what number are we on? I'm number so eight. We're on gone. number eight. Okay, number eight, The Mandalorian. Oh, okay. Um, now. The Mandalorian came out um, just before the rise of Skywalker, and it and it came out. I think a month before the rise of Skywalker came out, the season mm-hmm. one. Okay, yeah. Now we'd previously had Solo, and we'd previously had the Last Jedi, um, and there's you could argue that Solo didn't do very well because of the things that went on behind the scenes in terms of directors changing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the fact that there was a bit of a fan protest because of the Last Jedi. But as a, as a huge Star Wars fan, I was um, I was kind of like, oh no, you know, I'm sure this is going to be good, but I'm not I'm not sure because everything Disney's done so far, well, not everything, but most of what Disney's done so far hasn't been fantastic. And the Mandalorian came on, and as soon as that first episode um, aired, I was on board. This was yeah. the greatest thing I'd seen. It was so nice to see aspects of the original trilogy. Um, and aspects of the prequel trilogy and even aspects of the sequel trilogy mm. all combined perfectly in a succinct story um, great characters not a single bad character mm. um, yes it was a bit um, episode of the week or planet of the week um, not going to yeah, deny that jumped around a bit yeah it, um, you know he had to go here and then he had to get this to, to go to the next thing you know and that, that happens throughout the first two seasons but it, it didn't make the the um, program bad in any way it, no. in a lot of ways it made well, it more on that when it gets to my yeah talk on the the Mandalorian um, I think I think it it, it the the Mandalorian <laughs> carries on storylines that never finished from the Clone Wars and storylines that never finished from Rebels so you had if you're a, a huge Star Wars fan who consumes all Star Wars media mm. you had a bit of a an advantage to those people who were casual Star Wars fans and didn't really you know, see, it, it felt quite special to you that yeah. it wasn't being made specifically for you, but you you got things that, while it didn't really matter if people hadn't seen Rebels or Star Wars got it, yeah. it kind of, you know, it had that, I was like, ah, you know, that sort of feeling, you know, this, that was really cool. Um, the Moff Gideon, Grogu, Din Djarin, I mean, uh, all fantastic characters, as I say, um, mm. The it's it's had the only moment in all of Star Wars where and I'm going to admit this on a podcast where I cried. <laughs> um, season the moment, finale two, season two, season finale. two finale when yeah. Luke Skywalker um, walked walked through the door and it took his hood down. Um, yeah. I was I was bubbling. I was bubbling, and <laughs> and you know this was the Luke. We just seen Luke Skywalker just. Be Luke Skywalker absolutely massacring those those um, yeah. droids. He walks out. He takes his hood off. It's it's Luke Skywalker that we always wanted to see, not the one we saw in the Last Jedi. And 
you know that happened justice. And, it was justice yeah, yeah it was justice and, and i was and i was just about getting over like the tears and i was pulling myself together i was being a man again <laughs> and then all of a sudden r2d2 rolls past him and stops next to him and then i start all over again and i'm sitting there going oh my god the steph's laughing at me and uh, yeah i mean and it will always be one of those moments that i'll cherish um that they gave me as a star wars fan it, yeah. it, you know I, I love the Mandalorian um, and I'm sure once the series, again, I'm going to repeat myself, it's going to go up. It's going to get higher. I'm certain of it um, by yeah. the end. Um, I just love this show so much and I cannot wait for the next season. Yeah. So that's your number eight. Yep. Number seven for me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. It was yep. a good story. It was a good story with some amazing scenes. We don't need to go into it too much more than that because, no. as you said, we've already been over it. So, <laughs> number yep. seven, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay. Um, number seven, episode one, The Phantom oh, Menace. That's wrong. You sure about that? Number seven, yeah. I'm sure you've already had that. That's, that's, no, that, no. Didn't, that didn't make top ten, did it? Yeah. I think, really? I think you find it did, yeah. I think top ten? Do you know why it made top seven? Because I'm sure you're going to tell me. I'm certainly going to tell you. So you sit back, grab some snacks and drinks and enjoy. Right. I will not hear a bad word of this film. Um, Again, does it have some bad dialogue? Yes. Does it have some bad acting? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I can't. We've we've spoken about child actors. We have. um, And, you know, yippee and um, squeeze me and things like that. Yeah, okay, it's 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 not great, but um, I'm sorry if I don't watch Star Wars and judge it for for that small as small, tiny, small part of the movie Mm -hmm. um, that you get that in. Um, You know, I I love this film so much. I went to cinema seven times to watch this film Um, again going back to how the force awakens and i was saying to you when the lead up to this film um now the lead up uh, to this film in 1999 i was approaching my 21st birthday um i was in the full swing of you know young adulthood you know yeah um i had we me and my mates would you know be going out all the time and we would talk star wars we would you know we'd have huge barbecues of 30 people in our back garden and drinking beers and talking star wars you know we were all yeah. excited about star wars was coming back star wars coming back it, it, you know this was before dvds yeah. i'd have vhs tapes where i'd go to work but before i went to work and i'd because i'd found out that there was an interview or, or a trailer that was going to be on the big breakfast or or a morning tv show i'd stick the vcr on and i'd request record so that when i got home i could watch the interview or watch the trailer because there was no internet um back well there was but it wasn't really it wasn't good. yeah it wasn't what it is today no. No. i was hyped by this film and um I, I loved it. I absolutely you weren't, loved it. You weren't disappointed at even the f- at first viewing. You weren't. No. I, I, do you know what? Um, I'll go back, go back to the Attack of the Clones. I must admit, the first time I watched it, I was, I'd read the book, the novelization before I went yeah. to see the film, and I never did it again afterwards. But, and it obviously the novel fleshed stuff out where mm. the movie couldn't do. And I was a little bit, oh, that, did, that, that didn't happen and that didn't happen. And it took to the second viewing for me to get on board with these hacker clones. Okay. Phantom Menace. I've loved it since the first time I watched it. Um, and I say I watched it at the cinema seven times. I had a pirate VHS of it, which was awful. 
but I must have watched it a hundred times before it actually officially came out on VHS. Um, I had the soundtrack, the first John Williams Star Wars soundtrack. And it's probably the best part of the film, to be fair. Um, well, it's one of the good parts of the film. And, <laughs> and I used to have some mates that came over and they'd come over after work. And we'd all hang out. I'd sit there with my earphones on while they were sat in the room with me listening to the soundtrack. And they'd be sit there going, so um, how's it going, Martin? And I'd just yeah. sit there listening to the soundtrack because the soundtrack was absolutely brilliant. Um, you yeah. know, uh, um, I mean, where do I start? The pod race. What, you haven't started yet? No, no. The pod race. <laughs> um, seeing the Jedi in their prime. Um, I mean, seeing the things that the Jedi could do. I mean, watching all of a sudden you were watching Jedi just deflect laser bolts mm. um, at 100 miles an hour, you know, doing the thing, the thing that I, I think is essential Star Wars now. Um, seeing um, the Sith, uh, the Palpatine, you know, the great thing was I knew that Senator Palpatine was Darth Sidious or, or the Emperor. Right. Um, before no one knew that and i was surprised that no one knew it but because i was such a big fan i knew that palpatine was the emperor um you know watching the the balcony scene where darth maul's talking to, to to darth sidious and he's saying you know finally we will reveal ourselves to the jedi at last we will have revenge fist pump um <laughs> you know that was absolutely brilliant the as you said the lightsaber duel between qui-gon obi-wan and anakin um probably it's difficult for me to to pick a favourite, but it probably is my favourite of all uh, the Darth Maul. Yeah, Darth Maul. So what did I say? Uh, Anakin. <laughs> oh, so um, Freudian slip. Um, uh, going back to Tatooine, being on Mos Espa, Watto. I love the character of Watto. Um, Qui-Gon Jinn, my favourite Jedi in Star Wars. Um, the Jedi that I, and I've said it before, but the Jedi that I think is the most, one of the most important characters in Star Wars, because if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have had any original trilogy. trilogy. Yeah. Um, seeing the Imperial Senate and how Palpatine um, manipulated his way to become Chancellor. Or, uh, one thing I hear a lot is, oh, the politics. Oh, oh the politics. It's like, You've um, heard that from me in the last episode. Well, I said that. Yeah, but here's the thing. Um, George Lucas was um, presenting an allegory of um, how Julius Caesar took the Roman Republic and did what he did and turned it into an empire, a Roman empire. Mm. So he took that storyline and it's so similar. If you know the history of Julius Caesar, um, you know, and how he manipulated um, the Senate to give him these powers um, and okay. to eventually, you know, become, well, he never became emperor. I know it was Augustus, but, you know, it's, it's such, it's such similarities. So the story is there and it's happened in history yeah. um, to a certain extent. Yeah. And, and I get really annoyed when people say, Oh, but, but, you know, all, um, all, all dictators, um, you know, in history have, have done this. And, yeah, you know, I, I think, what, I think uh, what I can go, say, I'm oh, sorry. All I can say for it is at least it did attempt to try something new. You know, it wasn't a remake of the original trilogy in, in a different format. It was, it was something new Yeah, with a cool badass, uh, bad guy. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's the film that sets up the saga in a way. And I think it does an excellent job at that. Um, I think the other thing is that, you know, again, I've mentioned nostalgia, but I was born in 78. So I, I was 
five when Return of the Jedi came out. So while I'm a definitely an original trilogy kid mm. who grew up with the original trilogy, um, I ne- I wasn't old enough to experience the hype of the original trilogy. So imagine someone who loves Star Wars to the extent that I do, mm. and then all of a sudden a new trilogy comes out. Yeah, uh, I do remember know. the hype for it. To be honest, yeah. I, I was I was at school. I must have been fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, and I I do remember the hype being just insane mm. for it. But um, and I, I'm yeah. pretty sure I was looking forward to it. And then they gave us Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't stand, I can't sit here and defend Jar Jar Binks. I can't, but I, I can. I what I can defend is I can defend the fact that Jar Jar Binks doesn't ruin the film for me. Um, no, that's fair. You know, that's fair. He does for a I lot think, of people, but that, well, that's the thing. I think people fix too much on on the, what yeah. they don't like. And yeah, they, they, you know, I, I, I think it was about a year ago. Steph and I both sat and watched. The Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones one night after the other. Mm. And I sat there and I I, gen- I hadn't watched them in a couple of years, um, which is unlike me. I usually have Star Wars on quite a lot and uh, hadn't watched them in a couple of years. And and I sat there and I, after each film, I said, well, I just don't get it. I don't understand why people don't like these films. And, and I'm a really discerning critic for movies. I genuinely, you know what I'm like about watching films and we've talked about other films in the past yeah. and I'm like, uh, you know, um, but I just, it's a blind spot maybe for star wars and i totally get that but yeah i will die on my sword for the phantom menace um <laughs> I, I think it's a great film i think i think um when when you watch episode one to six um i think as a, if i was a fresh star wars fan who'd never seen it before and i watched episode one to six as a seven-year-old or something like that right now i think it would be the perfect perfect um saga i think i think that it just it just flows so well together so mm-hmm. one thing I, I would suggest to people that you know don't like these films is perhaps go into it thinking differently think okay i'm watching this as one big movie i'm not watching these as separate entities okay. i'm watching it as a yeah. one long movie and i think if you go into it like that i think um well speaking for myself i i, I love it i love it Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Sorry. That's not question number <laughs> number seven for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number six for me then is New Hope. Um, what have I got to say about New Hope? It's the original. You know, it's, it was new and exciting back at the day. Back in the day, but obviously we're too young to have seen it. I can only go by the stories that my dad spoke told me about like you know people queuing up to go to the cinema but but even then like the first time i watched it it was just something completely different even even in the 90s or whenever it was that i watched it early 90s it would have been you would have been even then, special edition probably yeah. yeah i think so yeah but even then it was something completely new and i was gripped absolutely gripped mm-hmm. you know lightsabers just awesome <laughs> yeah. awesome um as a film, yeah. Last time I watched it, I felt there were not not issues with it, but I just I, I felt it was a bit slow. If that makes sense, it was yeah. it, not a bit slow, but slower than I remembered it being, or not as not quite as good as I remember it being as a kid when I watched it. That's that's okay. just my my thoughts on that. But still a great film. Still yeah. a great film. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll come on to it eventually, but yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're up next on number so six. Number six, the Clone Wars series, number six. Um, this, for me, is one of my favourite, you know, as I said earlier, we're getting into territory now where it's difficult for me to pick a favourite child. Um, the Clone Wars series I absolutely love so much because um, I would I already love the prequels, but the Clone Wars enriches the prequels to mm. such a large extent. It goes back and tells th- you things that you yeah, didn't well, know about the Phantom. And they're better than, than, better than the prequels, aren't they? So, well, no, they're not. But um, <laughs> uh, nice try. to watch. <laughs> yeah, um, but. Uh, <sighs> And this was our last episode of A Long and Long Time. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, 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 it did several things. It, it showed Palpatine consolidated, consolidating his power as Chancellor. So when he did finally pull the trigger on Order 66, you had more context about how he did it. I mean, there was one episode, I think, where you, or sorry, a, a, um, a three-part, episode where you saw how he managed to manipulate and take over the banking clan so he he was as chancellor responsible for all of the money in the galaxy um until they you know managed to put new leadership in in order mm-hmm. but obviously it was him manipulating it so that when the empire finally took over he had all the had all the access to the money which in turn enabled him to afford to be able to build the death star yeah. i mean we're talking in-depth stuff here on, on on a three-part arc that probably not many people thought you know much of at the time um you saw a very important part was you saw the relationship between anakin and obi-wan and how they were more like brothers and master and you saw more of them as master and apprentice and how Anakin's power grew over the series and how he became the really powerful, powerful Anakin Skywalker mm. between episode two, who, who let's be honest, didn't do very well against Count Dooku. No. And then, and by the beginning of episode three can chop his head off and, yeah. and quite easily beat him. Um, you know, you saw um, how, uh, Palpatine manipulated both sides of the war, um, of the uh, sides of, of the um, people, the separatists and the Republic, yeah. um, and and how when Order sixty six happened, um, there wasn't any question from the galaxy, the public in the galaxy, that it was a coup by the Jedi because Palpatine had, you know, manipulated the public into thinking that. Mm. The Jedi had um, were war mongers, and you know it goes back to when Qui Gon says in Episode One, and I think Mace Windu says a similar thing in Episode Two. You know, we're keepers of the peace, not soldiers. But by the end of the Clone Wars, the Jedi were seen as soldiers, and there were mm-hmm. generals in an army. And you know, after three years, the public had been sick, become sick to death of the war. And so when when um, Palpatine put out there that. Um, you know, the Jedi had tried to kill him and take over. There wasn't any question. And, mm. you know, it, that's all f- through the Clone Wars we find this out. Um, yeah. We see Anakin's frustrations with the Jedi Order, how, um, you know, you, you saw him questioning their decisions and, you know, it, how they treated Ahsoka. Again, so much more context why in Episode 3, all of a sudden Anakin is willing to just go against the Jedi so quickly. Yeah. Um, um, Ahsoka, as I, as I repeated previously, um, seeing her progress from, you know, this 
quite annoying little kid to one of the most powerful and wise Jedi um, mm. throughout the series to leaving the Jedi Order because she doesn't believe in what they've become, um, you know, and, and how she left Anakin and how that hurt Anakin so much that, again, his 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 faith in the Jedi was was shaken. Um, the, the movie quality by the end lightsaber duels um the the space battles were like movie quality um things we'd see in the movies it, it was it, it was great um the animation was was fantastic um more understanding of the force um through the clone wars you know how how um the the sith had um diminished the power of the jedi to be able to see through the force how um qui-gon was able to um come back how yoda discovered how qui-gon was able to come back through the force through the yeah. midichlorians explaining the midichlorians um yeah. as a concept um through the force um so that anakin sorry how obi-wan and uh, yoda could commune with that qui-gon in the future which again leads on to things we saw in the obi-wan series mm. um, and, and and again through the original trilogy, how they were able to train Luke through the Force, and how I think we're going to see Anakin appear to Ahsoka in the Ahsoka series as a as a Force ghost. You know, I could I could go on and on yeah. and on and on and on about um, the Clone Wars and what what it gave us. And of course, there were some bad episodes of the Clone Wars. I'm not going to sit yeah. here and say there's it was a lot. Perfect. Of, there is a lot of filler in there, yeah. and there's a lot of um, lot of slow. Yeah, burns, absolutely but... but by season four i would argue there's very very little filler mm. um because they start to go to four-part arcs every yeah. single um episode there's a you know there's a four-part arc then another four and you get more into the the um the crime families and and how the bounty hunters yeah. and all, all of the the criminal organizations are taking over in the galaxy because the jedi aren't able to concentrate on peacekeeping like they did before because they're now generals which then mm. leads to how the organize you know the crime organizations are able to you know flourish during the time yeah. of the empire i mean oh, i could go on so much this, so this much. show is so rich and it was a final gift from george lucas to us all um yeah. the clone wars and you know i'm so That's glad they finished it and i'm so da so glad dave filoni managed to to finish it um for us you know yeah. through george's vision i mean season seven so yeah, yeah um, nice. i could go on but season number six yeah, number six for you. yeah, yeah. good cool uh that's all we're gonna do today um we're gonna come I've back spoken with, for too long <laughs> yes spoken for too long <laughs> we're gonna come back and do part three soon where you'll see our top five we thought we were gonna get the top 10 done but mine doesn't know when to shut up so, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll do top five next time cheers bye